we got place to go, things to do, people to see, and we got to get it done right away. Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the second episode of Cannon Busters, Grifters Gonna Grift. Before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, go down to the reading section, drop some stars, leave a review or a like. My social media will be there as well. You can send feedback or any of the shows that I'm doing, including Bleach. We're on the last episode of Barry, but also Kiri and Rick and Morty. Did I bring up Rick and Morty already? That's on our roster right now, but we've got more shows coming with the summer officially kicking off. So if you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on any podcast. Everyone in the episode survives the crash, which I figured they would since this would not be a season of a show if not. So also... Two are robots and the other is immortal. Casey thought it was fun. Philly wonders how he got stuck with the cockroaches as Sam unhelpfully remarks, more are coming. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to come into your house one night while you're asleep. I'm going to cut your throat. This isn't a joke. You're going to die. Both bots earn themselves no credit points when they continue to equate playing Russian roulette with his life as thrilling. As they are driving along, Sam thinks it was fate that brought them together instead of her stalkerish behavior. And Casey, like every kid with no restraint in a vehicle or a store or wherever, quite frankly, need to touch something. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. Meanwhile, Sam hasn't taken a breath. Can Bessie cook meats? You don't look like a cooker, but you travel alone, so you probably have to. Shut the fuck up! Philly tells them he is not escorting them to Gara's keep, though Casey thinks it's unfair due to their assistance helping him avoid being murdered. But as a friend, Sam respects his wishes and if he wants them gone, so they shall depart. But now Bessie isn't working. So he recalls his quote friends for a little while longer. While he's out pushing though, Casey is in the car fixing the radio because she works better listening to tunes. That's your fault, sir. That's your fault. You should have (laughs) considered that this robot was going to be able to fix the problem instead of be outside and helping you push. It's not all for nothing. Casey did get the car working. So they're able to move it along to the next town to hopefully get some additional repairs. Sam is asleep in the back seat, something you shouldn't be able to do, seeing as she is a robot. However, Sam seems to be able to have that ability and more as we get into her backstory a little bit for for superseding her programming, so to speak. Uh, Philly tells Casey that 
it's basic because he's been asleep. He's been awake for days because you're not supposed to let your guard down in this dangerous atmosphere. Words that he will be eating much later. Flashback to Bodica, Prince Kelby's birthday celebration. The crowd, a large crowd, greets King Bulger on this day, his son's birthday, liberation within the five kingdoms occurred as well. So did he time the insemination just right or he moved the date of birth? The prince cannot be found. He would rather be away from his fan club up in a tree a tree he has many memories of spending time with his dear bot friend, Sam. It's here she learns about the stronghold Garas Keep, where the prince would go in lieu of an attack. Something we are <laughs> gonna need another answer to fairly soon. He also admits he wasn't born on this wondrous occasion. Oh, I knew it. I swear I, write, I wrote that joke. I'm so fucked up right now. <laughs> I've done three podcasts. No, four, four or three, three podcasts today. This is my fourth. So I, I'm going to pat myself on the back for job well done. <laughs> but I've increasingly, unfortunately, lost the ability to speak. So bear with me. But I did write down that joke before before it was revealed he declares his father is all about his ego but he won't be that man when he's king he'll treasure family why don't you love me daddy she is programmed to like the king so he ignores her praising of the man however she proves she's not just cold by presenting him with a gift of a chain or pendant with their portraits it has two chains because it splits one for the other and she did it because she wanted to. He makes her promise that they will always be together no matter what. And I don't know. These robot human romances usually don't work out. It's <laughs> a lot of schematics in there. And if I'm being real honest, I don't know how I feel about Prince Kelby because he got so many points taken away. The whole I don't want to be. Uh, pimped out in front of a crowd on my birthday even though it's not really my birthday I can understand that but there's something else he does a little bit later that I'm like oh okay a little girl falls and looks up at the annihilation bot holy Jesus what is that what the fuck is that which had a sick design with the eyes Oh, there's something about eyes freaks me out. And they say it's linked to schizophrenia. <laughs> I don't know where I got that fact from. I just pulled it somewhere from my brain. And what is its relevance? Absolutely nothing. The city gets the Thanos treatment. Sam wakes to Philly taking out Bob Bob and Joe Bob, sons of Mama Hitch, who tried to ambush them. One of them said, that was my ball scratching hand. But Mama Hitch pleads for their lives saying they thought you were raiders. After a tense moment where Philly considers just taking all these MFs 
out, Sam breaks the standoff and introduces herself. Casey said she's programmed to be polite. You might learn something if you watch. (laughs) Casey be coming in with the slick jabs and I love it. Philly isn't convinced they are just stranded here and thought they were raiders. He thinks something's fishy going on. But when her daughter Serena comes out looking for all the world to be a saloon whore. Fucking right in the pussy. He changes his entire look on life real quick. Eager, in fact, to be made comfortable by the daughter while she helps fix Bessie. Though Serena isn't as down. It should have been his first sign. Sam makes the acquaintances of the Bobs with Casey putting it on out there that I think they're handicapped uh, and can't accept your handshakes right now, babe. (laughs) Philly's trying to make further acquaintance himself with Mrs. Cold Shoulder. I'm more hell than cat. I need to use that. And also that's a warning that men... Don't listen to over the throbbing of their cocks. He put in his hands though where they don't belong and had the audacity to say once she pours a little nip nip in his tea because he's not a tea drinker. Now you're getting it. Not very well, but getting it. You gonna learn today. I can't say he didn't deserve the death that he got for falling for the obvious honeypot who poisoned his tea right in front of your eyeballs. But here's the thing. You can't get rid of me, bitch. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going no fucking where. Mama Hitch congratulates her daughter, leaving the robots to the bobs, although they are clearly incompetent, but competent enough because you can't get any more simple than Casey and Sam. She also said, don't disrespect your brothers or uncles. What? (laughs) That's not some information you just casually put out there. Whatever relation they are, they are getting patched up. Though Sam has never heard of this sport called the ball scratch. Where does one play it? (laughs) Sam's generosity is repaid by being led out into nowhere, being told there's warehouses that they can't obviously see, but can this deep ass hole where they're promptly both pushed into before being electrocuted. You would think when she woke up, she would know that she was betrayed though. (laughs) I don't know what this game is. Girl, you should know what betrayal feels like. The effect of the eyes on the robot, I think I brought that up previously, but the way they use it with the magic, it's just, it's creepy. It creeps me out. And then the robotic guards are uploaded with the kill virus, turning on the people they should protect. And it's always about the rise of the machines anytime machines are involved. A man or a magician appears in the sky and tells the king to lay down his sword and kneel because that's the only way this is going down. The king did have a badass line when he first showed up, proving his G status, name yourself. Odin is sent away to protect the prince 
with that big ass sword because he said you want him you have to go through me i don't know this man and what he can do but i can't protect myself and my son is a little bitch so i'm gonna need you to have the right priorities right now <laughs> and get his ass to Gara's keep while i handle my own business I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. I'm one of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. I do enjoy when they get all dramatic. You dare to question my order? The prince was disgracing his skin tone here. When Odin shows up. And, well, first, Sam says, we got to help your father. Nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> It's like, come with me. We have to, it's for your safety. You see the attack. You know, people have died. You're in line to the throne. And you throw a whole ass tantrum. So Odin swung that big old sword. Oh, yes, daddy. And cradled him like the baby he is in his arms when he fell into them. Sam, however, is left behind and takes a long fall into some water. The king underestimates his opponent, believing dark magic to no longer exist. So when he said, you ain't no match for me, he was quickly proven wrong. <laughs> By not only being lifted up in the air and swirled around, but then propelled through glass. Instead of killing him, he's going to hold him prisoner. Why? Why? Sam loses the trail of her bestie, but then is approached by a bot, one of the evil bots, and considering its magical properties, I have questions because that is when the scene cuts off and we are not clear what happens. All the other king's guards were able to be turned, but she was built for friendship and there seems to be something a little special about her that is different from other robots. Meanwhile, the bobs are told to strip Bessie and then the bots for parts because they're going to sell that shit on the black market. Hattie and Serena will fill these corpses into the kill room where other corpses are being held up. And we found out that leather apron she's wearing, that skirt, that's that's not made from from any type of hide of a buffalo. That's that's for damn sure. This is their business, which is gross. But she tells her daughter, if you want to succeed, you better learn to enjoy that smell. Philly is put on a meat hook, which is like the worst time ever to come back to life. No, let this be a lesson to you, though. Honey badger don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. It just takes what it wants. I'm sure that Casey's still knocked out, but I'm sure that, uh, Homegirl's going to show up, Sam, and she's not going to be happy when she finds out these people mean to hurt her friend and that they hurt her and Casey, who's her friend. We might finally get to see exactly what her powers are. I thought this season was only eight episodes. It's actually 12. Correction. <laughs> Did the point to put that out there? But they definitely have built this show in a format that it is meant to be binged and I'm not binging it. 
but they leave you wanting to. And that's a sign of a smart way to build a show if you're going to have that component to it. Like, um, a lot have, sh- a lot of shows have gotten into, particularly on like shows made for Netflix. I think I've rambled enough. I think this is an adorable show and I love the representation of culture all throughout in different ways. (laughs) He's like, do you have that one thing in your eye? You mean I just put it in my eye and see things? (laughs) It's got a lot of humor in it and I enjoy that. If you want to send feedback about what you enjoy about this show, blackercouch at gmail.com, you can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. <laughs>